All right, we're back and we're live on Facebook. Hello, everyone. We are the Jocks of All Trades podcast. And today we're going to bring you a very special episode which harkens back to our first episode. We're going to be doing a joint mock draft together. Um, so because of that, we're not really going to cover any of the news or anything that happened. Sorry if you wanted us to talk about the Super Bowl prediction. None of us really care. Um, so anyhow, does anyone want to start us out and go first? Yeah. This is our first pick in our Jock Mock 1.0. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. I would think both of you have the same pick as I do. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence as the number one overall pick, quarterback from Clemson. Obviously, I don't really need to make a long argument on why the Jaguars should select him. That's my pick. Yep, I agree. I, I believe he's, he's one of the better picks in the draft right now. He's looking very, very good. Uh, the only way I see him not getting picked is if Urban works some magic and picks Justin Fields because they have the Ohio State connection. Other than that, no, it'll be Trevor Lawrence. I agree. I also had Trevor Lawrence going off first. All right. That's pretty easy. Moving on to the Jets at number two. I have Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State, going to the New York Jets. Um, I don't really need much explanation there either. I think Zach Wilson could be an option there, but I think – Consensus is Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in this draft. Yes, I would agree as well. He looked fantastic uh, against Clemson in the second to the last game. I went and we saw him there when he was completely 100% healthy. I think that that will be the game that most people will look at to judge how well he can play. And I think the Jets would be crazy not to take him. Um, well, then I'll be crazy. Um, no. <laughs> I don't think Robert, I don't think Robert Sala is going to step away from Sam Darnold just yet. Um, so I have the Jets selecting, and I can't say his name, and you're going to laugh at me. Penny Sewell? Penny, <laughs> Penny, whatever it is, Sewell, uh, the offensive tackle from Oregon. I say there that Robert is going to come in and want to work with Sam Darnold for at least a year or two, and then if the Sam Darnold experiment continues to fail, they ship him out and try something. But in, for now – Without them moving off of Sam Darnold, I think they're going to stick with Sam Darnold, and I think the best thing you can do is protect the quarterback. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, Mackay Becton is over there, so I think if you have Mackay Becton on one side and Penny Sue on the other, that could eventually be one of the best uh, tackle duos in the NFL. Yeah. Um, let's move on to number three. The Miami Dolphins are on the clock. I have them selecting Devonta Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Um, I think you can make a case for a lot of guys here, but – he won the Heisman, and I think you want to give Tua the best weapons that you can possibly get. He's, I think, the best weapon in this draft. Um, put him next to Devontae Parker, Devontae, and Devonta. Uh, I think that's going to be really nasty for a while. So that's my pick. Yeah, no, I would agree. And the fact that both Tua and Devonta will be from Alabama, there's already kind of a connection there. They both already kind of know each other. Um, Brad, I, I think they did play together at yeah. one point, did they not? Yeah. yeah. So there's already the connection. There's probably already the chemistry there. Just now build off of that. I think a Devonta Smith would be a clear choice for the Dolphins at, at the third pick. Then I will select the unclear choice <laughs> and once again be unpopular. Um, I think that as good as Devonta Smith is, there's a lot of questions about his weight. There's a lot of questions about his size. Maybe the Dolphins don't exactly feel overjoyed with that, even if they could re reunite Tua with uh, um, Smith. I think they'll take Jamar Chase and take a safe pick here. 
Jamar Chase has put up consistent numbers for two years in a row with and without Joe Burrow, which is pretty, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Granted, he didn't break any records this year, but he still played really pretty well. Um, I think the Miami Dolphins will be safe and pick Jamar Chase. Hmm. Well, that definitely could happen. Uh, I mean, you'd think the safe pick would be the Heisman winner, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Devonta Smith's more electric in the open field. Um, I guess it just kind of depends on what kind of receiver you want. Yeah, it depends on what kind of receiver you want. Jamar Chase is probably more of a um, maybe Keenan Allen type guy, and Devonta Smith is more Deshaun Jackson-y, but like, you know, a lot higher potential. So, um, and Jamar Chase played his freshman year, sophomore year, and then he sat out this year. I don't know if that whole thing where he sat out will impact anybody's decision on whether to draft him or not to draft him that high. That, that would be my thing with him because he sat out this year, or, so I don't know. Right, I meant past year. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you're still absolutely right. He's one of the best receivers in this draft. Um, let's go to number four. The Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. I have them taking Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. Uh, Matt Ryan, yeah, good heck out. Zach Wilson has a crazy arm talent. He's really accurate. Big, deep arm to throw downfield. Um, I think that is an excellent choice for them, especially when they just got Arthur Smith from Tennessee Titans. Yeah. I, I, I want to tell our audience, I swear I'm not reading off of Kyle's chart <laughs> because I also have Zach Wilson going number four to the Falcons. I do agree that I don't think Matt Ryan is the direction the Falcons want to take going forward. I think they want to get on the, um, the quarterback train while the talent is there. The talent is there in this draft and pro- quarterbacks are going to be at a premium this draft because a lot of teams are looking for good quarterbacks. I have Zach Wilson going to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I'm going to continue to be the dark horse <laughs> here, which is fine. I like it. I like having different opinions. Um, so we're going to take the next best quarterback off the off the list that's here. Justin Fields, I think, will go to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they've tried a pocket passer for how many years, and it has just not been successful for them. I think it's time to shift your offense to a higher-paced higher offense that we've seen with Ohio State. We've seen them do hurry-up. We've seen them do fast-paced offense. I think it's time that you bring in a mobile quarterback, Justin Fields, and let him work with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden, Hayden Hurst, Todd Gurley take some pressure off of uh, Justin Fields having to run all the time. I think this is the, one of the best fits for Justin Fields. If he falls, I think he goes to four. I don't think he falls any further than four. Plus, he hails from Georgia. His family is in Georgia because he was he transferred to Ohio State from, from University of Georgia. And so it would be almost a homecoming for him. That would, that's, it. that's an interesting pick. Yeah, best quarterback on the board for your draft, so that would make 100%. Um, 100% sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Fields did commit to Penn State at one point and then decommitted and then went to Georgia. <laughs> and, uh, I won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> he reconsidered. He's like, no, way. I don't want to lose every year to the best team in the Big Ten. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Kicking you off. Uh, let's go to number five. The Bengals are on the clock. Protect Joe Burrow, guys. Penne Sewell. He needs protection. <laughs> he needs some safety. He needs to stop getting sacked all the time. He's the best tackle in this draft. Best player on my board. 
so far you know, after the four, first four picks. So I think that's a clear-cut pick for them. Yep, I, I would agree. I'm also going with Penny Sewell. Um, just it, it's, it's the clear choice. The fact that, I mean, Joe Burrow getting hurt this year made my heart hurt. And I hope that they get a brain in their head and protect that man because he needs it. We are in agreement on one thing, protect Joe hey. Burrow. Um, however, I have them taking the next best uh, or the best guard off of the uh, list here, and they'll take Wyatt Davis. So back-to-back Ohio State picks. Um, I think you can switch around the line a little bit and make Wyatt Davis work. But from the most part, it was the left side that was pretty weak for Joe Burrow. I think if you stick Wyatt Davis over there, you give a nice support system over there. He may be a rookie, but I think from defending Justin Fields, it'll give them a good shot to protect Joe Burrow. Yeah, Wyatt Davis is a really good player. Um, he can oh, play yeah. multiple positions. I don't know if I actually have him in my first round because I've seen him go everywhere. I know. I think he's a really I, good I do player. I have him in my first round. Late, I don't, late, late, later in the first round. I think no matter where he's picked, I think he'll be like a 10 to 12 year guy, like on a team. I think he'll stick around for a while, like a Zach Martin with the Cowboys kind of. So I just, <laughs> I didn't really know where to put him. <laughs> he is everywhere in a lot of people's mock drafts. Um, but that's a really good pick for them. Let's go to number six. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock and in my draft, they're taking Jamar Chase receiver from LSU they need a receiver desperately. Uh, enough of the, oh, let's get some guy from TCU, like Jalen Rieger. Get somebody from LSU, SEC school, very productive, very athletic, has hands, can get open, is tough, and a really good route runner. He has everything you want. Um, basically what Brad said about Jamar Chase with the Dolphins. So that's my pick for the Eagles. Yeah, no, I, I again, I am not reading off of Kyle's sheet. <laughs> but I am going with Jamar Chase as well. They need some targets for whoever's going to be playing quarterback for them next year, uh, whether it be Carson Wentz or, you know, Jalen Hurts. But he, he, the, whoever's back there is going to need help, is going to need weapons. And right now, for me, Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver on the board. I have them taking Jamar. Speaking of reunions that we were talking about earlier, did you know that the other quarterback that played with Devontae Smith was actually Jalen Hurts? Um, and I have Devontae Smith going here because the Heisman winner, I don't see him falling any further. This should be Howie Roseman. Take notes. This should be the pick that the Eagles take. It should be Devontae Smith. I still don't see the Dolphins taking Devontae Smith. But if you want to take someone that's a Deshaun Jackson type who's going to fit into the slot really well, be a guy that can get wide open and give somebody – finally give whoever it is a target. Whoever it is, whether it's Hurts, Wentz, somebody, anybody, just somebody. Um, and I think it's going to be Devontae Smith. I'd be 100% elated with that pick. I would jump up and down, pee my pants, and give Devontae <laughs> Smith jersey as soon as I could. Uh, let's go at number seven. Detroit Lions are on the clock. I have them taking Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State University. Uh, he's we're all going to disagree. <laughs> Finally. Um, thank you. Goodness for Micah Parsons that he's on the board for the Lions. I think they just need a whole change on their defense. They brought Dan Campbell in, the head coach. I don't know if you saw his interview. He's a pretty weird dude. Uh, so I think Micah Parsons is going to fit really well on that defense. I think he'll be the 
number one like focal point of that defense. They just need a big overhaul of that team, and I think he could lead that defense for a while. So I'm going to go Micah Parsons. That's my pick. All right. This is where Kyle and I finally disagree. The Lions uh, have announced that they're going to be parting ways with Matthew Stafford uh, coming next year. So they are in desperate need for a franchise QB. And I really like the idea of Mac Jones being that guy. I'm taking Mac Jones, the QB from Alabama, to be the franchise QB for the Lions, um, taking them at the pick, seventh pick overall. That's high. That is really high. No. Uh, wow. All right. Well, at least Luke and I agree that a quarterback needs to be selected here. The next best quarterback on my list is Zach Wilson. I think this is a star-studded pick for the Detroit Lions. No need to trade. No need to do anything. If this is how the stars line up for them, it is perfect because Zach Wilson almost is kind of a Matthew Stafford type, like build and like kind of throwing style. Granted, he has more Mahomes in him, but I think that this would be a really good start to build the Lions again because they're going to have to go through a complete rebuild at this point. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. They need a quarterback, especially if Stafford's gone. Just my top three quarterbacks were taken already. Um, I do like Mac Jones. I just don't know if he'll go this high. I think it depends on what teams think of his only really good year, you know? Um, Well, think about it. Joe Burrow only had one good year. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if Mac Jones is the type of athlete that Joe Burrow was coming out. Um, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk yeah, I don't you. know. Yeah, I mean, they need a QB, and I don't know. I mean, my top three were yeah. already gone, yeah. and I don't know who you put in over Mac Jones. Maybe Trey Lance. Maybe. Um I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Mac Jones. I'm not the biggest believer in you. I'll put that right out uh, now. Don't believe in Mac Jones, especially that high. But, hey, guys, it's the NFL draft. Anything could happen. Uh, let's go to number eight. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. I have them taking Kyle Pitts, tight end, out of Florida. He's the best tight end in this draft. He's the best player on this board at the number eight position. Um, they have Teddy Bridgewater, sure. McCaffrey and Mike Davis, they're really good there. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, (laughs) Curtis Samuel. Now you add Kyle Pitts to that mix. Oh, boy. If they would just get a quarterback after Bridgewater, that's a crazy good offense. Um, I think he'll look really good in a Panthers uniform as well. So that's my pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a slightly different route. I have the Panthers adding to their defense. I have them taking Micah Parsons. I, right now, I think hopefully Christian McCaffrey will be the Christian McCaffrey we all remember coming back from injury. And with Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater was doing an okay job for them, and they've got a lot of offensive weapons in the likes of Curtis Samuel and the players Kyle just listed. They need to shore up that defense, and I think a player like Micah Parsons is just a ticket. Luke, we're on the same page. I have Micah Finally! Parsons. Hey, I have Micah <laughs> Parsons being taken for the same reason. The, the Panthers are still desperately missing Luke Kuechly, and it shows really, really badly. I think if you put someone like Micah Parsons back there, big boy, 
you're going to start like shoring up the defense a little bit because the D line is fine, the secondary is fine. It's those linebackers that are stuck. They've got no pass ru- pass rush to begin with. So I think Micah Parsons is probably the best option for Carolina if he's still on the board. Yeah, he can do a lot of stuff too. Uh, Penn State, he kind of he rushed the passer quite a bit, as well as was pretty good at stuff in the run. Um, like I think that's perfect though. Like you said, Luke Kuechly is not there anymore, and they have been calling Micah Parsons the best linebacker prospect since Luke Kuechly. So yeah, I like that pick. Let's go to number nine. Denver Broncos. I have them picking Patrick Sertain from Alabama. Um, now they do have Bryce Callahan, I believe. Their corners still aren't that good at all. Um, I think he could be a shutdown corner. And I think if you really wanted to, you can move him to safety too. I think he could easily be a Micah Fitzpatrick kind of type player um, and really just be the guy on the back seven of your defense, um, a perennial Pro Bowl player. I think. I think he would fit perfectly with the Broncos. Okay. Okay. I, I do have the Denver Broncos adding to their defense. Um, I just have them adding to the defensive line. They need an edge rusher and I'm going to take Quiddy pay at the, uh, from Michigan, the line, the uh, defensive line edge guy from Michigan as the number nine pick. Um, Luke and I are in the same agreement. I have Quiddy pay going to the Denver Broncos. That defense is just God awful. Um, they need an edge rusher, something terrible, but they also need a linebacker. So this one for me feels kind of like a flip floppy kind of pick, but Quiddy Pay I think would be better talent wise on what's on the, the board right now than a linebacker because the linebackers aren't so hot and Micah Parsons is gone. Yeah. The Broncos definitely have a lot of talent on offense. They added to that quite a bit last year. Mm-hmm. They have a good running back group. Questions um, are in the air about Drew Locke, but I think, you need to add talent to that defense. Von Miller is getting older. Um, Bradley Chubb is still very, very productive, I think, and will be. Um, so you can make an argument, I think, for any player or any position on that defense. Um, let's go to the Dallas Cowboys at number 10. I have them selecting Rashawn Slater, tackle from Northwestern. Tyron Smith is an old fart. Yeah, he keeps getting hurt. The other side is Lael Collins, but he could easily move to guard. And I think Slater could easily move to guard. We've talked about them before, putting a lot of money into Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, Jalen Smith, and their offensive line. So why not kind of get rid of their old linemen, stick someone in there who can play right away, and use that money for Dak Prescott? Yeah, I, I, I also have them adding to the uh, offensive line. I just have um, them going with a slightly different individual. I have them taking uh, Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. I think he would be a very, very good fit as well. He's a tackle uh, inside, or I think, no, no, the tackles are on the outside, right? You have tackles and guards in center. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, he would be a good protection on the outside. I think uh, Christian would be a good fit. Well, we're all going to go a completely different route. Um, Yes, the line was iffy, but the thing that was worst about the Dallas Cowboys was their defense by far. Um, I have them adding Patrick Sertain from Alabama. They need secondary help, like a hole in the head. They need it so bad. Sertain and Diggs, both Alabama boys on the outside. Ooh. That'd be nice. That'd be interesting. Um, Let's go to number 11. The Giants are on the clock. I have them selecting Jalen Waddell, receiver from Alabama. Um, I think that's a solid pick. We talked about Golden Tate before. Um, 
he's kind of getting old. He's not there anymore. Sterling or Shepard, he's there, I believe. Right, that's his name, Shepard. Um, and he's a solid number two, I think. But number one, Jalen Waddle. I think before his leg injury, you could have made a case that he could have been the number one receiver in this draft. So get more weapons for Daniel Jones. He needs it. That's my pick. Yep, I I agree with everything Kyle just said. They are in desperate need of a wide receiver. Jalen Waddle right now is the best uh, wide receiver on my board. I have them taking him. Yep, I'm going to agree with all three of you, or all two of you, and three being me. Uh, imaginary friend right here. <laughs> yes, Brad is having multiple personality disorder. Uh, I'll have them selecting Jalen Waddle uh, for the simple reason that Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard aren't it. When Evan Ingram is your best option and Saquon Barkley, that's pretty bad because you need an actual receiver. Um, Jalen Waddle's the best guy on the board. I'd even make a case, Kyle, that if he wasn't hurt, he would have been the Heisman winner instead of Devontae Smith. Uh, been, his yeah. his stats were out of this world before he mm-hmm. got hurt. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the best pick there. All right. Let's move on to number 12. The San Francisco 49ers are on the clock. I have them taking Caleb Farley, the cornerback from Virginia Tech. Um, you can make a case that he's one of the best corners in this draft as well. Richard Sherman is old, and he might be gone. Um, they've had a lot, of, a lot of injuries on that defense this year, especially at the D-line position, and they're – they're all going to come back. So I think you need to add to that defense. I think they'll probably trade for a quarterback somewhere. So I wouldn't go quarterback here. Um, I think Caleb Farley makes a lot of sense back there. And I think he'll share up that 49ers uh, secondary. Yes. Yes. No, I was, I actually, when I was putting in my draft, I had Caleb Farley as well. However, I remembered that Patrick Sertain was still on my board. So I switched those out. I'm going with Patrick Sertain going to the 49ers. They're in desperate need of a cornerback. They need someone to shore down that defense. And I think Patrick Sertain is the guy to do it. Uh, Richard Sherman is getting old. I also have Caleb Farley going to the uh, 49ers. Um, you really, you got to stop the pass. If you can't stop the pass, then you're going to lose every single game of play. And Caleb Farley. Especially in today's NFL. Oh, and, and in that division too. I mean, yes. You're, pay, you're playing against DeAndre Hopkins every year. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you need to stop him. I think DK Metcalf as well, Tyler Lockett, um, and then Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Like, you need you need corners. Um, I'm glad we're all in agreement there. Let's go to number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers. I have them taking Elijah Vera Tucker, um, tackle slash guard from USC get Justin Herbert protection. We talk about this with Joe Burrow, the same idea. Okay. Now Herbert didn't get hit up as much as Joe Burrow did, but the possibility is still there, especially if you don't add to your offensive line group. I think he probably is the best tackle slash guard on the board right now. So I'm going to go with uh, Tucker. All right. All right. Um, For the chargers, they are also, I think they are also in, big need of a shutdown corner. And so I'm going to go with Caleb Farley at that, at that slot. Uh, I like his play out of Virginia tech, good school. I'm going to go with uh, Caleb Farley. I think he can help do some of that defensive good. So we're going to go back to back Virginia tech. I also agree that they need help on the line and the best guy on the board for me is Christian Darisaw, the offensive tackle from Virginia tech. Um, Protect Justin Herbert. Give Eckler some room to go somewhere. 
it was very painfully obvious that they were pressured a lot and had a lot of just like short check down passes because of it. Um, yeah. Uh, let's go to number 14. The Vikings are on the clock. I have them stuck in Pay Edge from Michigan. Now, they did trade for Yannick and Gawkway earlier this season, if you remember, because they needed pass rush. And then he didn't fit, so they traded him away. So I don't know what that was all about. He went to the Ravens. Uh, so they still are in desperate need of an edge rusher. Pay is the best rusher on this board. Um, I think he can do a lot of wonders for the Vikings defense. Um, and they're getting older, too. At one point, they were one of the most dominant defenses in the league. If you look back at 2017, um, they need to kind of reclaim some of that. So I'm going with Pay from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go a slightly different direction. Um, Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs right now in the NFL. The thing is, he needs uh, some big boys to run behind. He needs some guys to, to set some blocks for him. I'm going to go with Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC to set some blocks for that man to strengthen that O-line. Um, Kyle, you and I are kind of in agreement here, but I don't have Quiddy Pay on the board. Um, Gregory Russo is the next best guy that's on my board. Um, that defense is just shoddy. It is wide open. I could go out there and throw a touchdown pass against the Minnesota Vikings defense. Um, so they just need defense, and I think defense should be the first four. The first four rounds of their draft should be defense. Yeah. Yeah. They got a, a few corners in last year's draft and they're super young. They're not going to be studs right away. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need to inject any, any more corners or secondary help there. So no, go to the D linebackers, grab some defensive guys yeah. on the line. That's smart. For them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go to number 15. The new England Patriots are on the clock. I have them selecting Trey Lance quarterback, North Dakota state. Uh, some people don't like that, but listen, Cam Newton sucks. He's not going to be there forever. I don't even know if they'll bring him back this year. Um, I think Trey Lance, while we talked about on last week's podcast, doesn't have uh, much tape on him. He only had about a year, maybe a year and a half of of good football. Um, I think he's going to impress a lot of teams with his intelligence, with his maturity. I think even though he did play North Dakota State, I think he will be pro ready. And listen, I think he fits the build. Um, he might not be as sexy as, as a prospect as Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, but I think he is the best quarterback on the board. And I don't think they will wait for another year of Cam Newton. I, they can't. So I'm going to go with Trey Lance. Yeah, no, no. They will take the best quarterback on the board. I am a firm believer. If they don't, they're going to have riots in Foxborough. No, I have them also taking Trey Lance. Uh, he's, he, we, I mean, we don't, he's not the sexiest pick again by any stretch of the imagination, but he's the best QB on the board. You take the best QB on the board. I am not a believer in the Patriots selecting the quarterback this year. And I will explain why. There's a lot of free agent options that are about to roll around that could be, um, uh, it could be um, Dak Prescott. There we go. Um, that ends up going to Foxborough. It could be Matthew Stafford that they end up doing a short little trade with to go to start. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is somebody that could be available. I think they're going to continue to kind of shore off drafting quite yet just because there are big questions about Trey Lance. I'm not sure that the Patriots organization is going to sit there and go, yeah, that's our guy. We should start him right now. And that's the problem. They need someone right now. So I think they're going to look for veteran help before they draft somebody. Um, So I have the New England Patriots taking Kyle Pitts out of Florida. 
because they desperately need weapons. Kyle Pitts is a freak. Um, you and I commented we were watching him play in a game, and he would just moss people as a tight end, which is gross. Um, I have Kyle Pitts going there because he's the best offensive weapon that they could throw into that offense. Yeah, they need as much offensive help as they can get. I just – it sucks because, like, even if you get Kyle Pitts or any receiver there at 15, like, <laughs> they're still desperate for even more than that on the offense. Yeah. So, I, I don't know where they're going to turn with quarterback. Um, again, I'm not the biggest believer in them taking a quarterback because Tom Brady was the last one. I mean, they drafted Jimmy G. They traded him away. Like, other than Tom Brady, I don't think they're very good at taking quarterbacks or knowing what they want at the quarterback position. They had had Brissett, too, didn't they? Yeah, they traded him away. Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't don't, don't really know where they're going to go. The Patriots are always that kind of team that just does what no one expects. Mm -hmm. Um, So, who knows? Um, Let's go to number 16. The Cardinals are on the clock. I have them taking Alex Leatherwood tackle slash guard from Alabama. I think he can play four positions on that offensive line. Kyler Murray has enough running backs. He has enough receivers. You could argue a tight end maybe, but let's get him some offensive line help. Like we said, with all young quarterbacks, they need help. So I'm going to go with Alex Leatherwood. I am going to disagree with that. They need, I think they need a bigger name at running back. And I think that I, I had one name written in and I changed it to one of the other ones. There are two premier backs coming out of this draft right now. It's Travis Etienne out of Clemson and Najee Harris out of Alabama. And as I was thinking which one I wanted to go where, I thought, okay, Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals fly. Which one is the closest one to flying? And Najee Harris proved it. In the semifinal against Notre Dame, I'm going to go with Najee Harris, the near Heisman finalist out of Alabama going to the Cardinals. We were so close. I thought you were going to pick what I had on my board. <laughs> Kyle, I'm, I'm also going to disagree with you. That Yes, they have running backs, but they're not explosive. Kyler Murray has I to – I think Kenyon Drake is pretty explosive. Kenyon Drake is okay. I like him. He's That's all right. I disagree. I'm, I think I'm an Alabama good. man, and he's okay. Um, listen, I, I think they need somebody more explosive. I think they need somebody that's a better receiver out of the backfield because it's definitely – Trey Edmonds is Ken, okay. Kenyon Drake played receiver at Alabama. A little bit he did. <laughs> <laughs> I will disagree with you guys. I mean, but they, they could easily take those running my, backs. My here. argument for Etienne is he is very explosive. He's good. He's a big back. That's what they don't have. They have smaller backs. They need a big back. They need a three-down back, and I think that's Travis Etienne. In in all curiosity, who's bigger than Najee (laughs) coming out? I mean, if you want a big back, I I think you go with Najee over Etienne. Maybe. I think Etienne's very similar to Kenyon Drake. I think he's obviously going to be better than Kenyon Drake, Um, but yeah, Najee Harris is probably bigger back i just i don't know if if they're the kind of team to use a bigger back i don't know and on top of that watching the national championship mac jones was passing to Najee harris almost every play right outside it was it was either getting passed to Najee or was just throwing it to number six all day long so i have have explanations for that too and why etienne goes here 
Um, Etienne, in my opinion, has better stats over three years than Najee Harris has in one. So if you're going to pick a if you're going to pick a running back just based off of what's there, this is my argument with Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase had a better production than Devonte Smith had. It's going to be Etienne because we've seen it for three years. We've seen it be dominant, not okay, dominant for three years. I still think he's going to be the guy. I think it's more about Mac Jones throwing to Najee Harris than it is about Najee Harris being a better receiver back. Um, but I'll talk about that later. But I still – I'm going to stick with Etienne here um, just because I think if you take the guy that's going to look proven, it's going to be him. I think he has a higher ceiling than what you say, Kyle, with um, – uh, Andrew. Kenyon Drake, thank you. Almost said Chase Edmonds. I'm like, it's not Chase Edmonds. It's the other guy. <laughs> um, but here's my final reason why I think they should select a running back. You can't let Kyler Murray keep running it because we've seen everybody else that runs it gets hurt. He is yeah, going to get hurt. Joe Burrow, exhibit A. I agree, but I think that's Kyler Murray, though. Like, that's just what he does if there's no one open. I, and I think that's out of necessity, too, with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I, I agree with you. He needs yeah. to stop running because he's going to get hurt. Um, but I think Cliff Kingsbury needs to assure that up somehow, whether it be at running back, calling different plays, or just protecting Kyler Murray more. Right. Um, let's go to number 17. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. I have them selecting Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker from Notre Dame. I think they need a stud in the middle of that defense. They have Cleveland Farrell, Max Crosby at, at D-line. I think their secondary is still a little trash. I mean, Jonathan Abram has some nice moments, and they have drafted corners in the past with Damon Arnett from Ohio State last year. Um, so let's share up the middle of the defense and go with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa from Notre Dame. Everything that Kyle just said. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, – I. I'm going to, I'm going to say uh, J O K. Cause those are his initials. Um, I think he's going to be a great fit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, I mean, I, he must be a funny guy cause his initials spelled joke. So <laughs> we'll, um, I think he, I think he will help to nail down that defense. It'll certainly help. And that defense needs help, especially at the linebacker position. Uh, this is where we're going to disagree. Um, one thing, I agree on defense. I think defense is absolutely necessary. Um, however, I think that that defense still misses Khalil Mack majorly. Um, and one of the most uh, versatile players on defense right now is Jason Owe from Penn State. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think if you're going to add somebody that can play back and still rush the passer – he looks perfect for that spot, and it gives them kind of that versatile Khalil Mack kind of-ish player. Guys, Jason Owa is like 6'3", 250, 260, and he runs a 4'3". So oh. he's oh. a freak. High um, school Batman. Yeah, he's a freak. I He doesn't have much production. That's the only thing on him. He didn't have any sacks last year. Now, he got in the backfield a lot. And he was all over the field, but he doesn't have any sacks. That might be the only question mark um, in his game right now. But I love the pick. I love Jason Noah, of course. Um, I like that. Let's go to number 18. The Miami Dolphins are back on the clock. And we went with Devonta Smith in my draft earlier. So let's add to the mix. They don't have a solid running back. They don't um, at all. Let's go with Travis Etienne from Clemson, the running back from Clemson. I think um, he will be their number one back. He will be the guy that you can throw screens to, 
three down back. You can put him all over the field as well. Um, I think that's going to help out Tua Tagovailoa a ton uh, with those two guys. Those two guys could easily be pro bowlers every year, I think. Um, they're oh, You can make a case for O-line, and I would 100% agree with you, but I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. Yeah, no, um, something at the very end of what you said was you can make a case for an O-line, and that's what I'm about to do. They, they need guys to protect uh, Tua. And I think Rashawn Slater, the tackle out of Northwestern, is the guy to do it. You want to try to beef up that O-line and get him some protection so that uh, whoever's back there, I think it's going to be Tua, and they still might go with uh, Fitzmagic. But if they go with Tua, they want to make sure he doesn't have to put on his track shoes every weekend. <laughs> so I, I'm definitely going to go with uh, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern to beef up that O-line. Here's where we're going to disagree. Uh, Miami needs to address another need that is extremely important for them on defense. They have a great secondary. They have a great D-line. Their linebackers suck. Not even close. They suck. Uh, that one, Jerome Baker is very, very good from He's Ohio okay. State. Thank you. He's okay. I will have them selecting the inside linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa, to help them shore up that one spot. But, because once you have that one spot, even if there is somebody that's decent there, once you have two good ones next to each other, it doesn't matter if one's decent or one's not. They're going to bring each other together. That defense becomes a Super Bowl contending defense, in my opinion. Yeah, they're already really freaking good. If they add him or honestly any other piece back there. Um, Howard, right, he had 10 picks this year. Byron Jones played very, very well for them this year. Um, that'd be really nasty defense, more than it already is. Let's go to number 20, or sorry, 19, I believe. Uh, the Washington football team is on the board. <laughs> I still think that's funny. Um, they don't have a quarterback. They don't. I don't think you can trust Alex Smith. I'm not taking quarterback. Uh, I'm not. I think they'll go in a different direction. I think they might trade for someone or get someone later. Um, I think they're going to pair someone with Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is a deep guy. He can go slants. He can kind of do it all, but they need a bigger receiver next to him. And I'm going to go Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota two Big Ten receivers in Washington. I think that'll be an elite uh, wide receiver tandem for them. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, they need to add to the offense. I'm going to go with a slightly different way. Um, if you're going to go with Alex Smith in the future, you're going to need to protect it. And I think you want to add to that O-line in that case. I'm going to go with Jalen Mayfield the tackle out of Michigan, yeah. I think he'd be a good piece to add to that O-line. All right, guys, we're all going to add offense and different kinds of offense. It is time to move on from Alex Smith. Um, and the best quarterback on my board is Trey Lance um, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think Washington would be risky enough to try it. They've taken some small name quarterbacks before and made some bigger things out of them besides like what McNabb, and Alex Smith being the only two to come from, like, bigger schools. Um, everybody else has been, like, a small-name quarterback. Um, I think they really would like to have Trey Lance. I think they need somebody like Trey Lance, and I think this is kind of the best spot for him to go because play behind Alex Smith for a year, let him learn, and then let him take over the reins. Um, excuse me, they have Taylor Henneke. Did you see what he did in that playoff game, Bradley? Come on. I, I did, but do you think he's going to be the long-term solution? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm being I'm being a jokester. Um, I like that pick for them. I think they would probably take him. They took 
Dwayne Haskins kind of in a similar spot, I believe, right? I think yeah. it took him around 17 when they drafted Dwayne Haskins. Just about. Um, that, didn't, that didn't work out, but hopefully this does for him. Let's go to number 20. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. Um, they do need a quarterback. I'm not taking one because I don't think they'll figure it out. Their offensive line was horrifically bad this year. I don't think they have a tackle they can count on. So I'm going to go uh, from Sam Cosby, tackle from Texas. He's massive. I believe he's like 6'7". Um, whoever they put at quarterback is going to need a lot of protection because they do have weapons. I think they do have um, Anthony Miller. He's not bad. Uh, David Montgomery's back there. Trey Cohen, he gets healthy. They drafted a tight end from Notre Dame last year. They have weapons, but they need to sure up that whole line. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go a slightly different direction. They had Mitch Trubisky. They had um, – who, who was the other dude that they had? They had played quarterback for them. Foles. Thank Foles. you, Nick yeah. Foles. And they, they, I feel like they were switching them out week after week after week. And it, it would be hard for any um, quarterback to succeed on that team when you have Allen Robinson and then near anybody else. They need to add weapons for those quarterbacks. And I think Rashad Bateman is the guy to add. I think if you add Rashad Bateman and have him pair off of Allen Robinson – you could that that could be a very lethal wide receiver duo, and that would help whoever's going to be playing um, under center on that team. Especially if Al Robinson leaves this year, they're going oh, to need someone to replace him. Even more so that. Yeah, I agree with you. The offense is the problem, and let me tell you, put some respect on David Montgomery for doing what he did behind that crappy O line. It's yeah. time to add to the O-line. And I think Alex Leatherwood is the best guy that I have up here to tackle. Holy crap, they need to fix that line. <laughs> Desperately. Uh, yeah, Montgomery played really, really well, especially for that terrible O-line. Um, he kind of saved some of my fantasy team this year, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Thanks for letting number- me yeah, sorry about that. Uh, let's go to number 21. The Indianapolis Colts are on the board. I think they will go after a veteran QB, so I'm not going to go quarterback. But I like Zach Pascal. I like Michael Pittman. I even like T.Y. Hilton, but Hilton's a free agent and he's getting older. I don't think they'll retain him. I don't. So I'm going to go someone to kind of replace Hilton. I'm going to go Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from Florida at that position. Um, he's a great route runner. He's incredibly fast. I think he'll plug and play for the Colts. I am going to actually have them add to the defense. I think they need uh, another, I think they need someone at corner to really help shut down the pass. Um, I have them going with JC Horn out of South Carolina, the cornerback. I mean, the defense Indianapolis had was already staunch. If they add another piece to the secondary, it's going to become shut down. Um, We're going to all disagree completely. Here is where I'm going to finally have them taking a quarterback, whether they take a veteran or not. Um, I have uh, the Colts taking uh, Mac Jones out of Alabama. Um, For all those people that don't like Mac Jones, I do have an argument for why he should go here. Um, you know, he's actually not bad. If you look at, let me see, I've got notes here. Give me a second. Um, if you compare what he did with a shortened season compared to what Joe Burrow did, it's very on par with similar stats. Granted, they may not be the same athletes, but they can put up the same numbers. That's pretty good. Now, granted, the next argument is 
well, but Alabama has such good weapons. Go back and look at LSU. They had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. So if you and Terrence Marshall. And Terrence Marshall. They had all these weapons. So it's hard for me to hear people say, well, but he didn't have any weapons. Yes, he did. He had some elite weapons that are like breaking down barriers right now in the NFL. Um, I think Mac Jones will be at best a good backup, but it's possible with the right veteran to sit behind that maybe he learns a little bit and ups his game to the NFL a lot better. Uh, quick question. Um, have you already had Trey Lance on your board? Yeah. Washington. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you have Trey Lance going ahead of Mac Jones. Very interesting. I would not have thought that would have been the case because Washington I is mean, dumb. <laughs> there you go. That's enough explanation that I need. That's all the explanation I need. Uh, let's go to number 22. The Tennessee Titans are on the board. I have them selecting Gregory Rousseau, Edge from Miami. Um, they do have Jadavion Clowney, but he cannot be trusted at all. He is going to go through every team in the NFL because – he does not produce like he should. I do the freak and he does not produce like he should. So they're going to get rid of him. They need edge help. Vic Beasley didn't help at all. Um, I think Gregory Rousseau is the best lineman on the board. And I think he's going to share up that D line um, on the edge for the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go a, a pretty different direction. I, I'm, I want to give, if they're going to stick with Ryan Tannehill for, for the foreseeable future, he needs help. He needs weapons. Uh, I'm giving him uh, Terrace Marshall. I think that that wide receiver would probably be a very good fit in that organization. He probably, I mean, the, with him plus um, Brown, AJ Brown, you'd probably have a very good wide receiver tandem there. I'm going to agree with Luke. I have them taking a wide receiver here also because Corey Davis looks like he's heading to free agency, and it looks like AJ Brown is the only like real target there in Tennessee. However, I'm going to have them take Rondale Moore out of Purdue. Um, dude produced on a high level for Purdue, which we don't have to say Purdue many times to realize that Purdue is not a high market team in terms of football play. Um, but Rondale Moore is something else. And I think that would give them that kind of Corey Davis like feel that they need. He could do a bunch of different things. He'll return punts. Um, I think he'll probably be a slot guy, but he'll be the kind of guy that you can literally get the ball to him in any kind of space. Um, that'd be really good for them. Yeah. Um, let's go to number 23. The New York Jets are on the board. Brad, I like your thinking with their first pick on the O-line. Um, I think they do need some O-line help. But I think the next best thing for a quarterback besides, you know, weapons O-line is a solid running game. Um, they don't have anybody besides Frank Gore. Frank Gore is old. Uh, Michael Piron's not bad, but let's pair – him up with, I think, one of the best running backs in this draft, Najee Harris. Um, I think that'll be really good for Trevor Lawrence. He's a solid running game. They still do need receivers, but I think the best thing you can do for a quarterback is protect him and give him a solid running game. So I think Najee Harris would uh, feast uh, behind the offensive line. Yeah, no, um, I'm going to go a slightly different direction. I think that they need to find a way to create some pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Um, I have them taking Joseph Asai out of uh, Texas, the edge rusher. I think he'd be a good fit. Um, 
you can't let quarterbacks sit back in the pocket forever and continue to slice and dice you. And that's what that defense has been. They need someone to, uh, someone to jar and create pressure and shorten that clock, that internal clock that quarterbacks have. I'll poke at you a little bit and remind you that the Jets did shut down the Rams and beat the Rams. So, um, <laughs> however. That's, that, that's the Rams. We, we don't care. We don't fair. care. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say they need offensive help. Um, Kyle already kind of knows what I'm going to pick here. Um, you got plenty of receivers. They're, they're not the greatest in the world, but they're good, and they've done their job just fine. But a lot of modern NFL offenses are starting to incorporate good tight ends into the passing game. I have the Jets taking Pat Friermuth from Penn State. Pat Friermuth, I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, every time a Penn State player is picked, I just go crazy because we don't really see many of them. Um, that's a really good pick. I like that. He's going to pair very, very well with Trevor Lawrence. They have Chris Herndon, but he is not reliable at all. Um, they Wait, need a tight end. Lawrence yeah. for the Jets? Uh, yeah, Chris Herndon for the Jets. They have him at tight no, end. No, no, you said Lawrence. He'll pair well with Lawrence. Or Fields. Sorry. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever quarterback is there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields. Um, assuming they draft Justin Fields. Let's go to number 24. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. Um, I have them taking Jalen Mayfield, tackle from Michigan. The Steelers are never sexy in the draft. They never are um they never draft anybody that you like like i think they should get a running back they need one desperately you can make a case for a tight end you could make a case um for maybe linebacker because they keep getting hurt or defensive line but i think jail mayfield's not the sexy pick but i think he'll be the right pick um because they're gonna stick with ben even though i don't think they should and you need to protect him so i'm gonna go jail mayfield i, I mean I don't know if they want if they're going to stick with Ben. I I know they're picking up uh, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know whether they're looking at him for the near future or for the further away future, but we'll see. And I do agree that they are in major need of a running back, and I think they're actually going to jump on that. Uh, I think they'll pick up Travis Etienne. Uh, after that, I think he'd be a very good fit especially uh, receiving the ball out of the backfield. I like that pick a lot. And I, I dabbled back and forth about whether it was going to be Najee Harris or ETN in that. But I think that e Harris will be the first one to go. And so that leaves ETN here for the Steelers to pick up. So Luke, one of the two of us will be correct because I have Najee Harris going here because although the Steelers never pick sexy, it's about time they start picking sexy unless you want to keep getting bounced out of the playoffs. You need something that's going to give you a big old boost. So either it's going to be Etienne or Harris. Um, I think it's really going to be Najee Harris. I think people are impressed with Harris, but I think Harris will fall a little bit because not everybody needs a running back um, with the exception of who, whatever the cards need. Who knows what the cards need? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's my pick there. Yeah, I definitely would have given, given them a running back if I had those guys on my board, but – they went earlier for me. Um, let's go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, number 25, I have them stuck in Christian Darisol tackle for Virginia Tech. Basically just get Trevor Lawrence some uh, protection. They have a good running back in James Robinson. 
they have some decent receivers. The little Lavisca Chenault had a pretty good year last year. Um, so I think the next step is to get him some protection. And I'm going to go with Christian Darisol. Yeah. I am going to go with a slightly different route. Um, I think what Urban Meyer is going to want to do with Trevor Lawrence is he's going to want to give him weapons. And I am, as I look at this pick that I have right now, I'm surprised that he's been on my board this long. He's aged in my draft for like a fine wine. I'm going to give the Jacksonville Jaguars Kyle Pitts out of Florida. I think that if you give uh, Jacksonville a tight end like that, you give Trevor Lawrence a tight end like that, watch out. He'll, he'll, again, like Brad said, he'll be mossing people. And then watch out. The Jags are coming. Nice. Um, Kyle and I both have agreement here. Um, I just think they're going to take somebody to protect Trevor Lawrence. And it's going to be Rashawn Slater out of uh, Northwestern. Nice. Yeah, we have to speed it up just a little bit here, but yep. we can do that. Yep. Um, next is 26 with the Cleveland Browns. I have them selecting Trayvon Moreg, safety from TCU. Basically, the Cleveland Browns defense sucks. So let's get him some secondary help. Anderson Dejo is awful. I'm going to go with Trayvon Moreg. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a slightly uh, different pick. I think that uh, Miles Garrett is great on the edge. Now I'm going to add something on the other edge. I'm going to go with uh, Gregory Rousseau out of Miami nice. to et- to uh, for the second edge rusher. Let- let's cr- make that defensive line nasty, and let's really, really shrink that internal clock. Uh, Cleveland's defense really needs help. I have them taking Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. He's a big boy. I think he'll make a big impact. Yeah, they need linebacker help for sure. Let's go to the 27th pick with the Baltimore Ravens. Brad, you said that they need a receiver. You're a Ravens fan. They need receivers desperately. I'm going to go with Terrence Marshall from LSU. Um, Marquise Brown's kind of a deep threat. Let's get someone in the middle there. I think he'd be a really good pick for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, for my Baltimore Ravens, it's um, I went with an edge rusher for Miami to Cleveland, and I'm now going to go with the other edge rusher from Miami to Baltimore. I'm going to go with Jalen Phillips to really help the defense there, really start creating. Again, You in this league, quarterbacks are so good, you can't give them time in the pocket to create. And so you want, you want to shrink that time that they have. You want to get them nervous. And I think Jalen Phillips can help them do that. Yep. Um, so it's another receiver that I think will fall a little bit, but he's still really good. Um, I have uh, the Baltimore Ravens taking Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Uh, big hands, big guy, should be a good fit. Nice. like that pick. Let's go to 28. I have the Saints on the clock, and they're taking Aziz Ojolari. He's an edge slash linebacker. Um, they need a lot of help there. Cameron Jordan's getting very, very old. Um, he cannot do it forever, and they need linebacker help as well. I think he can play multiple positions, so I'm going to go with him at 28. All right. Um, I think the Saints need some help at linebacker, and I'm going to go with the big boy from Tulsa, Zayvon Collins. I think he would be a good fit. Good one. Um, I have J.C. Horn from South Carolina. They need some secondary help, and he's the best guy on the board. Okay, let's go to number 29. I have the Green Bay Packers looking Rondale Moore. We've said it again, uh, Devontae Adams, there needs to be someone else there next to him. They didn't do it last year. They picked Jordan Love, so let's Get it right this time. Rondell Moore, mm-hmm. receiver from Purdue. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm going uh, an, a wide receiver as well. However, I'm not going with Rondale. Uh, here I have Kadarius Tony. I think he'd be a very good fit uh, for Aaron Rodgers in the future. Like, who knows how much longer Aaron Rodgers is going to be there, but I think he'd be a very good fit and a very good weapon for Rodgers. I also have Kadarius Tony going to Green Bay. Um, fast boy, great uh, route running skills, and obviously Green Bay, if you had selected a wide receiver last year, you wouldn't have been in the situation you were this year. So there's that. Yeah. 100% agree. Um, let's go to the Buffalo Bills at number 30. I have them taking Jason Owe from Penn State. Um, we saw with Patty Mahomes how he ripped them up. I think you do need incredible pass rush, especially if you're going to face the Chiefs every year. Jason Owe is one of the freakiest uh, prospects in this draft. I think he'll do wonders in the Buffalo Bills. That's my pick. Yeah, no, I agree. You need to create edge. Uh, you need to create uh, some quarterback pressure. However, I think that pressure needs to come more from the second level. I have them taking the linebacker from Missouri, Nick Bolton. I think if you give Nick Bolton that area, put him on that linebacker squad, I think he'd be a very, very good fit. Um, uh, for the Bills, I have Joseph Osai, the uh, offensive linebacker. Or, yeah, off, outside hey. linebacker. <laughs> what is this position? <laughs> I was trying to pull up something else on my phone and got distracted. Sorry. Um, but the uh, outside linebacker from Texas. Um, they definitely need some defensive help, even though their defense is great. Uh, I think they're set on offense. Yep. Let's go to number 31, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, assuming the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to have them take Joseph Asai from linebacker from Texas, just like Brad said. Um, he can play linebacker and edge. I think he's very reminiscent of a Shaquille Barrett, who they have right now, but I don't think they'll be able to resign Shaquille Barrett. I think he's going to get a massive contract this offseason, go somewhere else. So they're going to need to replace him. So I'm going to go with Joseph Asai. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, an edge rusher, uh, Aziz Aljulari out of Georgia. I think if you, again, you need here, defensive edge, edge rushers are so critical in this league right now because of the, how good the quarterbacks are. And you need to shut them down if you're going to have a chance to win in this league. So I think Aziz Aljulari would definitely help. Uh, I think I might need to start calling them the Buccaneers now, and I need—I might have to stop calling them the retirement home, depending on how the Super Bowl goes. But you know what? We'll see how it goes. Yep. Um, I have uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Christian Barmore from Alabama. Um, Dominica Sue can't do it forever, um, and if you want somebody that's going to be a big boy on the inside, he proved it in the title game. He's proved it all year. He is a big boy. I think that would be a good pick for the Buccaneers. Um, let's go to number 32, the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't really have many weaknesses. You could maybe say O-line um, and linebacker. I think I'm going to go linebacker here with Zayvon Collins, linebacker for Tulsa. I think he could be there and pair up with Willie Gay in the future and be a really good tandem for them. So I'm going Zayvon Collins. All right. Uh, me, I'm going to try to shore up that inside O-line uh, with a vet. I love the guy. I'm going to end my draft with an Ohio State man. I love Wyatt Davis here at this pick I think as an inside uh, offensive lineman he was a key he was a rock for Ohio State uh, I'm gonna love to see maybe what he does with Kansas City um, since we have a big 12 quarterback for the Chiefs we're gonna stick with the big 12 and pick Samuel Cosme the big old boy from Texas I think that would be a great fit for them and obviously help the O-line that desperately needs help 
Yeah, Eric Fisher just got hurt, I think, in ACL. So you can make a case for tackle O-line there. Um, that kind of wraps it up for this mock draft, our Jock Mock 1.0. I hope you guys stuck around, watched the whole thing, listened to the whole thing, because I know you love mock drafts. We love making them. There's going to be more mock drafts in the future. We might do a live one with trades and everything, and they'll probably go a little bit quicker because we're not all making the same pick. Um, but there will be more mock drafts in the near future. Stick around, guys. We'll come back next week. Brad, do you want to tell the people where they can find us? Sure do. Um, you can go to anchor.fm slash jocks of all trades. We have everything there that you want to listen to, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Every link is through there. That is our website. Um, you can download the app, also the Anchor app, and find us that way. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.